When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Pittsburgh Steeler fans, welcome back to another episode of The Hangover on Steel Curtain Network. I'm your host, Daniel, alongside with me, Shannon Watt. Shannon, how are you doing today? I'm always happy to be here with you, Daniel J., my brother from another mother, and just looking forward <laughs> to talking some Steeler football. Oh, man, me too, man. It's been a, uh, it's an exciting time right before a uh, dead spot, so to speak, where there won't mm-hmm. be any news. Uh, you know, the Steelers have had a couple of weeks of OTAs. There's, you know, some some players are turning heads, things of that nature. But before we get into that, uh, we got a little bit of some breaking news. Uh, the Steelers uh, have a retirement after 32 years with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Athletic trainer John Norwig has announced his retirement. You know, nothing too crazy, nothing too big, but something that is notable and for us to to at least say congratulations to you, Mr. John Norwig, on your career with the Pittsburgh Steelers. He's got two, uh, you know, he's been to four Super Bowls. I've seen the Steelers win two of them. Uh, congratulations. Uh, are you familiar with John Norwig by any chance? No, I mean, I've heard him <laughs> mention anytime there was an injury or somebody was rehabbing, you know, then those guys are prominent. But he's obviously done a great job. That's impressive to have that length of resume and longevity in the NFL. So, yeah, congratulations. For sure. Congratulations. And he's on to his 
uh, next bit of life's work, as yeah. Chuck Noll would say. <laughs> um, another breaking news, and I'm glad we have you on the show, Shannon, because I know you're an expert in this, you know, in these guys. But Steelers have finally filled in the 90-man roster. Um, they have released first wide receiver Cody Crest and have signed offensive lineman Jared Williams and Dar- and running back Darius Hagens. Um, I kid, I'm not sure if you are aware of who these two gentlemen are, <laughs> but if so, please enlighten us with who, who these guys are. Well, first off, Cody Chris, we hardly knew you. Yeah. I mean, I mean, <laughs> you know, he didn't get out of OTAs. Uh, we have OTAs for us this week, and then you have the mandatory the next week. And then we're going to, as you said, we're going to have that down dead period. But with, I just have a feeling with Con. And, uh, and Weidel and these guys that we're going to have some action between the end of next week and uh, training camp. Wouldn't shock me if there was a Alex Highsmith signing extension uh, mm-hmm. or even another move or two, because, you know, they're doing something every week and it's exciting. Um, the young man, the offensive tackle, uh, Weidel knows him from his time in Philly. Mm-hmm. Uh I I did not I was not familiar with him at all, and I had to do yeah. a quick dive on him before the podcast. He's got excellent length and incredibly long arms, almost thirty six inch arms. Oh wow! Uh, he was undrafted, so he's the project. This right. is a guy, that, you know, like some of the guys of the past, say uh, James Harrison, who got multiple I- invitations to camp before mm-hmm. he ever made it. You know. That's what this cat could be. And because with you know, you can't coach 36 inch arms. So he's the <laughs> kind of guy that you could get that could develop maybe as a good solid backup someday. And he's 100%. predominantly a right tackle. He played seven years of college football. Oh, geez. So he's kind of like the Tommy boy of mm-hmm. uh offensive tackles. And then <laughs> you know, he never wanted to leave college obviously <laughs> so but uh now he uh there's potential there as a project because of that limp but right. uh don't expect him to make the the practice squad even this year because you know he's already been on a couple practice squads and and so people are trying to find the right spot to develop him 100%. and i really know nothing about the running back i know that they're bringing in you know again we need camp bodies right now right yeah, 100%. You know, uh, when it comes to Jared Williams, somebody needed to tell him that you don't necessarily have to be in college to go to spring break. And, <laughs> yeah. That's right. Yeah. I've been to a few where I was not, you know, attending any universities at the time. So. <laughs> uh, you could have you left a while ago, buddy. You could have yeah. left. But, you know, I'm glad he's here. I'm glad he'll be filling in a couple of spots for the, for the Steelers for depth at the very least. Uh, you know, get some camp bodies, and if if not for both of these guys, and perhaps maybe they do flash, maybe they do end up showing something. So, you and I had a conversation briefly this morning. You know, when we're coming up with topics of discussion, and you know, you told you told me, you know, like, why does some members of the Steelers Nation get frustrated when positive outlook of others when it comes to the Steelers? So, I feel that there's there's going to be a Shannon a Shannon rant coming right about now. So. <laughs> What do you, what do you mean by that? Well, I'm going to try not to be so long winded. Um, <laughs> we all look at things a different way. I'm, you know, pretty much perpetually positive. So I, you know, I see things 
the potential there, not the shortcomings. Mm-hmm. And I know this about myself. So I try to temperance all my opinions and observations with a little bit of cynicism because I'm trying to balance it out. But for an example, we talk, I talk gloomily about Kenny Pickett. I'm a mm-hmm. very pro positive evaluator of Kenny Pickett's potential because anytime you bring in a young quarterback, they have to prove they have the it factor. Right. And a lot of things go into that uh, leadership, maturity, um, short-term memory loss that you make a mistake. You can come right back and you got the confidence to, you don't go in a shell like a turtle. Mm-hmm. And in the obviously the clutch factor. Well, I seen all that out of Kenny Pickett last year, even though he was in a very anemic offense that has to improve. That is for sure. He has proven nothing yet, but he has shown the net factor that we've seen guys that's been in the league putting up 3,000, 4,000 yard seasons that have not showed the it factor, especially right. to get over the hump at the end. Uh, I, I talked about the similarities in Aaron Rodgers and Ben Roethlisberger a while back. Aaron Rodgers has won one Super Bowl, and he ought to hug Richard Mendenhall every day. Uh, <laughs> you know, how many times have they had the number one seed going into the NFC playoffs, playing in a weaker division in the NFC that they own? He'll tell you right. he owns that division. So they've always had home field advantage, but they only made it to one Super Bowl. And he won it. But how many times he lost the NFC Championship game? If he got that far. So what I'm saying is there's a lot of things that go into making a quarterback. Kenny Pickett mm-hmm. may never be one of the guys, top five guys that everybody's like, oh, man, look at that arm. Look at that size. Look at that. All these intangibles and attributes. But he, if he's a winner, and he does that through being clutch and through his leadership and the players love him and want to play hard for him. That's very Joe Montana-esque. Right. And I'll take it. Organizations, rosters, complete rosters, win Super Bowls, win championships. A lot of guys who win multiple MVPs do not win Super Bowls. So I think Pickett could be another part of this championship roster that the Steelers are trying to build. Now, again, he's proven nothing yet, and you some people have a different view of it. Right. My problem is a lot of the different view, because of our history, because of our articles, our discussion threads, I know that a lot of these people did not want them to select Pickett in the first place. Right. They either did not want a quarterback last year because they said it was a weak class, or they wanted – Malik Willis, let's say. Mm-hmm. And because the Steelers win against their wishes, now it's like we're going to be anti-picket to a point. We're going to question him even more so. We're not going to acknowledge the positives he showed last year. We're going to focus on the negatives. That's the kind of thing that I think is unfair to Kenny Pickett, the Pittsburgh Steelers, and anybody who writes or does a podcast from a positive angle or positive right. viewpoint. Right, 100%. I think, you know, expectations last year were probably a little bit higher than expected, or a lot of people had their expectations higher than they should, let me rephrase that. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, rookie quarterback, or even if it was Mr. Trubisky uh, early on, you know, he, him being new to the team, hadn't started in a while, hadn't played a lot of meaningful, meaningful football, 
um, you know, to to go into this or going in last season and not think that there was going to be some bumps and bruises or growing pains associated with that. Uh, probably you probably had some higher expectations that were unrealistic, mm-hmm. uh, just being honest. Now, you know, I will say I was probably one of those guys who I'll raise my hand first that wasn't the, a fan of drafting Kenny Pickett. I didn't want a quarterback period in last year's draft. I was, you know, hoping that the uh, Steelers would get Hamlin or Hamilton from the uh, the who's now with the member of the Ravens and mm-hmm. and what's that guy's name? The big boy from went to the Eagles, Georgia. Jordan Davis. Jordan Davis. There it is. I knew it was Jordan. I couldn't for some reason. I kept thinking Addison, and I was like, I know that's not him. I know that's a receiver. Uh, but yeah, Jordan Davis. Those were the two guys that I was like, you know, I'd like the Steelers to go out there and grab, and you know, pick up something else later, you know, and then. You know, going through preseason last year, I saw a little bit of flashes from Kenny Pickett. You know, he had some of that um, be able to stick it and, you know, stay in the in, in the pocket, deliver a pass over the middle or wherever it needed to be with pressure coming up into his face and do it with confidence and 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 accuracy. And so I was excited. I was one that I thought that, you know, the Steelers should have started Kenny Pickett mm-hmm. week one. I was I was like, we need to see what we have in him. And you know when he did come in, I'll I'll be I'll I'll say that I was a little bit skeptical of his performance. But what kind of turned my um, opinion around, or started to turn my opinion around, was uh, he started a. It was when he'd had those two back-to-back games where, you know, one against the Raiders, one against the Ravens, where he came back and had game-winning drives in that situation. He had a game against Miami where he was in a similar situation twice, mm-hmm. the game in his hands and the ball in his hands too. And he ended up throwing two interceptions. So he, you could see the progression as the season went along. And he won me over, you know, around, uh, you know, somewhere around that time. And I thought, you know what, maybe the Pittsburgh Steelers got a guy. And I, I think that, the, you know, we can't tell whether or not he is a guy or not until probably the end of next year. You know, and if he's not that great this year, everybody's going to blame Matt Canada anyways. So <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That's true. <laughs> it doesn't make a difference. <laughs> But one thing about it is you're honest about it, that you didn't want him to take a quarterback. Right. I did not necessarily want him to take a quarterback. I didn't want him to take Malik Willis because I knew this kid is super raw and he won't be ready for two or three years. Tennessee, by taking him and then starting him too early, really hurt his development, hurt his confidence, and now he might not ever be. what Location, location, location. Where you go matters. The culture, the fit, that was not the right place. But you're being honest about it. It's like everybody knows I want Sky Moore last year. That was my receiver target. Pittsburgh kid. Loved the Steelers. I think it would be a great fit in the offense. The Steelers took George Pickens. Now, because I wanted Sky Moore, once he was – well, he took George Pickens. Guess who my guy is? George Pickens. That's because I'm a Steeler fan. I will root for these guys because they are a Pittsburgh Steeler now. They are part of the family. They're in there fighting and working every day. I will root for those guys. Uh, same thing with Najee Harris. I wanted Creed Humphreys. Everybody know I wanted Creed Humphrey, but they selected Najee Harris. I've been nothing but a supporter of that young man since they took him. But you're we're ha- we're seeing people who did not necessarily want Kenny Pickett. It's one thing to have the view you had and wanted them to maybe go another route and and develop the roster and. And and maybe pick a quarterback in the future. Right. Uh, that's fine. But but you're not holding it against Kenny Pickett that he was selected 
Right, exactly. You're seeing people who they there there's an angle and an edge to every comment and every thing we see that they're like, well, there's no way he can be the guy because he's the first rookie quarterback drafted after being retired. No, they, 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 it doesn't mean it's impossible. There is teams that went from one good quarterback to another good quarterback. Now, I know Ben right. was great, but that doesn't mean Kenny Pickett can't be good. Right. I, I read in a, in a again, this it's the attitude, it's the view. I read in a comment today, somebody said, well, Hakeem Butler, y'all talking about Hakeem Butler, real positive. Well, he got drafted, was on two teams out of the NFL. So, I mean, they said there was a less than a 1% chance he makes the roster and does anything. Less than 1%? We're talking about dumb and dumber odds here, people. You know, <laughs> so you're saying there's a chance. You know, yeah. no, I mean, the guy has talent. We're, again, location, location, location. He went to the Arizona Cardinals, which is our mess. They got a little bitty quarterback who would rather play video games than learn the playbook. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, you know, I don't even remember who his quarterback was at first when he got there, but they've had a quarterback issue for a while. Then he right. goes to Philadelphia before Hurts become what he become last season. So a lot of times it's who you have throwing you the football. It's the offensive scheme. Are you a fit there? Who's your competition for targets at that location? All I'm saying is Butler has talent, and now he has an opportunity, a real opportunity. Now what he does with it, it's up to him. Right. But he might now be in the right place the right place in his career, his maturity level, and he has a proper motivation to be successful. But to say that somebody has less than 1% chance to be successful, that's ridiculous. Yeah, 100%. And yeah, like, like you're, you're absolutely right. I mean, the, the less than 1% chance, especially this early, I mean, who knows how, how a person's going to be participating or how they're going to perform in training camp, you know, I mean, unfortunately, injuries do happen. Those things can occur. Um, you know, that could definitely get somebody moved up onto the roster spot or into the depth chart. I mean, and so, you know, having odds like that is is pretty, pretty janky. But to go back to what um, what you were saying about Kenny Pickett, absolutely. You know, you got to keep your, your, your mind open. And, and I guess the other thing is, too, I didn't have that high of an expectation for the Steelers last season. You know, I, I always think, you know, I'm a Steelers fan, so I have some black and gold goggles that they can win every game that they go into, and I root for every game that they go into. <laughs> exactly. But, you know, at the end of the day as well, I do understand that there was going to be some growing pains last season. And, um, you know, for me, when I looked at that, I had stated, you know, if the Steelers can kind of be respectable, you know, the second half of the season and win about half of their games down the line, uh, I think that that's going to be a right outlook or a right trajectory for the future. And they did better than that. They went seven and two down the line. And so, you know, for, for folks or individuals to be upset right now about their team, when this is just probably the time where you're supposed to be the most positive or have the most positive outlook, you know, this is where, um, this is where you're, you know, you have all of the optimism in the world. You know, you just got your draft picks in, you know, your team's coming together. You filled in some spots. You got some free agents. Uh, you don't know how the team is going to, you know, build or have their chemistry put together yet. But that's the good part about this is to feel that they're coming along in the right direction. Mm -hmm. Only time will tell those things. But right now is the optimistic time. Nobody's, I mean, knock on wood, nobody's gotten seriously hurt or anything like that. And that's the other thing that's, you know, one of the better news out of 
training camp thus far. Um, we're going to take a quick break. Um, and when we get back, we're going to talk about individual players and OTAs. So don't go anywhere uh, on YouTube side. Just hang on tight. It'll take about five seconds. Uh, everywhere else, um, just have a few words from our sponsors. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And we're back. Welcome back to The to the Hangover. I'm Daniel J. along with Shannon White. We're going to be talking about... Um, some individual players and how they've done so far in training camp. But before we do, do you have anything you want to plug any articles that are coming out this week or uh, any, any YouTube shows you'll be showing up uh, later on, maybe on Wednesday or so? No, uh, I did uh, go to the first opportunity to do a podcast with Jeff Hartman uh-huh. uh, this morning on let's ride. And uh, that was a blast. And I knew it would be, and uh, so you can check that out. And then, I, like I said on the podcast uh, yesterday, well, this morning, that uh, the next article, because on the curtain call this Wednesday, we're going to focus, last week we focused on the wide receiver position. And this week we're going to focus on the outside linebacker position. So right. the, the next article is going to cover the outside linebackers, some cost, costies, up. I have trouble saying that word. Some optimism and some, you know, areas of concern. So right. that's what we'll focus on there. But um, uh, that's that's the that's going to be the next two things this week. Nice, nice. So how was doing the podcast with 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 Jeff there? Oh, it was great. I we're of a similar mindset, just like me and you. So uh-huh. I always knew that if I got to do a podcast with him, we would have a good chemistry. 
and a rapport that way. He is very positive uh, about the Steelers and, and, but also a realist. And, and, and right. I feel like that I try to be that. And so it went very well. That's great. That's great. I, I haven't been able to get a chance to, to do a podcast. I, I got an exclusive with ABC before I got a podcast with Jeff. So, uh, it must be a long line. must be a long yeah, line. Yeah, I've been here a while. <laughs> just kidding, y'all. Just kidding. And so, uh, you know, back to the uh, discussion at hand. We're going to be going over a couple of individuals that have had some, some pretty good performances in OTAs. Uh, the first name I want to throw at you is one that, uh, you know, a lot of people have been you know, discussing over the last week, he's had some big plays. His name is Corey Trice, um, seventh Brown uh, rookie cornerback that the Pittsburgh Steelers selected. Very similar in build uh, to a Joey Porter Jr. What are your thoughts on his performance thus far, as far as the reports that have come out about him? Well, I was very positive about that selection from the fact that I thought he was going to be a third or fourth round draft pick because when I was reading draft evaluations, they wasn't talking about the health concerns that mm -hmm. the NFL, they said he was past his ACL injury. He had went to a smaller, lighter brace, and they didn't think that would hurt him. Well, he ended up falling to the seventh round because of those concerns. Talent-wise, size-wise, this is the third or fourth round guy, and he really is. And Stewart's got a steal. So I've said that from the beginning. I did not write my grading the pick article immediately after his selection like I normally do because I was trying to do research to figure out why he failed. And it was all rumor-based. Different uh, teams' positions were like, we're concerned about his maybe being out of alignment, and that's why he keeps suffering injuries to the same side in the lower body. And that can be a, a, a being out of balance and maybe need some chiropractic, some physical therapy. But all NFL teams have that readily available. Right. So, talent-wise, I mean, I think the Steelers got a steal. Well, he's coming into camp. He's getting to work with uh, Peterson, who's a great mentor. He's getting to work with his good buddy, uh, JPJ, or Joey Porter Jr. And these guys are really flashing in, during OTAs. Now, again, there's no pads. There's no hitting. But you see their fluidity. You see how guys with that length, at that height, and those, that reach – you know, with four, four, seven, four, four, six feet, how they're just flowing all over the field. They're it. It's saying, "Hey, Steelers are going to press a lot more. This is going to be a more aggressive secondary. These guys can match up with size of a T. Higgins. Uh, mm -hmm. If they get matched up with a Kelsey or a bigger tight end, even they they have the length and the height. The as we seen, say Corey Wooten last year with Seattle Seahawks, a mm -hmm. guy who fell in the draft some and become a, a star." For the Seahawks. So that's what Trice, I, everybody kept saying, well, you're pumping up Trice again, and this is a seventh-round pick, and the chances of a seventh-round pick making an impact, even making the team as a special teams guy is small, him ever becoming a starter, you know, it happens. It happens because sometimes guys fall, not from a lack of talent, but for a concern that maybe isn't warranted. These health concerns you know, and, and let's see, pop up again. It was rumors and stuff that scared teams off. But the talent was there. He was a top player at Purdue, which is a Power Five conference. So he really has more potential. Seventh round guys are either projects or they're potential guys with injury concerns. 
he's obviously the potential guy that had some injury concerns, and hopefully he's overcome those. 100%. You know, I, I when I saw his game or when I've looked at his um, ability is, well, it's, you know, it's highlights and things of that nature, so mm-hmm. it's going to pump up his skill. But it really does look like he's got his head in the game. You know, a lot of those interceptions that he had were interceptions where he was understanding what the offense was trying to do to him and or to the defense and then even leaving his position and coming off and coming up into a shorter route or a route underneath and and um in one situation intercepting the ball and so you know i i thought he was pretty good you know watching his highlights looking at his tape looking at those things do you think that this defense i know you mentioned that this team is going to be one that's going to be pressing a lot um you think that it is beneficial to have majority of your cornerbacks be one style a press style cornerback or should there be a little bit of diversity in there get some zone guys in uh things of that nature well i think they'll really coach them up to Uh these guys are really press coverage specialists right but they have the ability in short areas especially if they're keeping the play in front of them to plant and break on the ball and uh both solid tacklers with that length and the strength. Uh, so I think you're going to see, you'll still see some zone. The Steelers just mix and match. They really do. But in the past, they have not been able to press because they did not have the athletes. They did not have the length and they did not have the speed. Well, now with Peterson and Joey Porter Jr. Uh, Trice, uh, even James Pierre, James Pierre, if people didn't notice Late in the season last year when they played the Raiders, they put Pierre on um, – oh, I cannot think of his their top receiver's name now. It, I see it, but I can't think of it. Um, but anyway, they put uh, Pierre on the Raiders' top receiver, and he followed him around the whole game. And Devontae, he, he really Devontae shut him Adams. down. Yes, Adams. He followed yeah. him around the whole game. And when he was on him, he had like three catches for 18 yards. Right. So Pierre is actually the kind of guy who likes to press. Because a lot of times people say, well, he don't have any speed or he doesn't have ideal speed. But if you can get your hand on a guy, you can stay close to him. You know, you might give up a penalty every once in a while for a grab or a tug here and there. But he wants to be close because if he's playing off and that guy gets a full head of steam coming at him, he's going to torch you. So right. he wants to be up close and slow his release off the line. And that's what Pierre was able to do against one of the top receivers in the NFL. So I see a change, a philosophical shift in how the Steelers are going to play coverage this year. 100%. I mean, I, I think you're right. And this is going to allow for more, like you said, an aggressive team. Um, you know, the Steelers have been a team that a couple of years ago, like back what was it, 2019, 2020, when they were uh, leading the NFL in sacks, uh, they weren't a team that was blitzing a lot. Here recently, they, they've they been blitzing quite a bit. Um, do you think by going to more of a press coverage style defense that that's going to open up the blitz more, or do you think they'll go back to a uh, less blitz-happy defense? Well, we had, well, a lot of it last year, the reason they didn't lead the league in sacks against because of Watts' injury, obviously. Right. Um. They they do a lot of combo blitzes and that they swing that guy outside and let him come in through an A gap. And you know, they 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 do things a little different. Um, uh, they mix it up. There's usually one guy blitzing, and the other right. guys are 
you know, their base. And, but last year, when Brian Flores was with Pittsburgh, I thought for sure, because he replaced Butler, and I thought for sure that they would see, we'd see some zero all-out blitzes and stuff, because he'd done that in the past at other places. But he, but you quickly realized that he could not do that because they didn't have the cornerbacks. They didn't have the stud guys who could cover without running a high risk of giving up a big play. That's now, true. you know, even if you're going to, you know, you can do that. Hey, you're beat, grand. Give up a 15-yard penalty, live to fight another down. These guys are really good at that. And they got Peterson, who's great at that, teaching them. Right. So I, I think that, that you'll see – a, a wider variety of pass rush. The guys they're going to have on the field, a lot of them have pass rush ability, even the inside guys. And a lot of the guys have the athleticism, as we know, that Highsmith and White have to even drop back and play some zone coverage there in the middle. The, I think this press coverage and the two deep safeties in Fitzpatrick and Kazee gives the Steelers defensive coordinator more opportunity for creativity and to, and to mix up his coverages more because that was a little predictable at times last year, especially early in the season. 100%, 100%. And so moving off of uh, Corey Trice and the defensive backs for a second onto the other side of the field, Calvin Austin, the third, he looks fast. It looks really? like he's back to, back to what he was prior to the foot injury. Um, he had, on All Things Covered podcast featuring Brian McFadden and uh, Patrick Peterson. He spoke about how quick um, Calvin Austin III is, that he, uh, he's he got some wheels. I think he said that Joker's got some wheels. Kind of left him behind a little bit, had to pull, do a little pull and tug to get mm-hmm. back in position. According according to Pat P, um, <laughs> he got back in position. I'm not sure if that's true or not, but, uh, you know, it looks like Calvin Austin's going to be a uh, a pretty big part of this Steelers offense. What do you think we can expect from him? You know, when Patrick Peterson was talking about him, he said that he went and lined up against him on the outside. You know, a lot of folks are thinking that he could be lining up on the inside at slot. In college, he was primarily an outside wide receiver, though. Where where does he find a role on this offense? I think they'll move him around. Mm-hmm. I think that the two guys I'm really interested to see this year is Connor Hayward at H-back, and Calvin Austin the third. The reason why is because both guys, you could start out, you could put, put them in the backfield and roll them out at the start of a stat. You could send them in motion for a jet sweep, as we've seen with Hayward last year. You can move them around. If you have, let's say, a uh, Darnell Washington or a Keem Butler on the field, at the same time with the Calvin Austin the third, mm-hmm. you're going to have to have the right guy to cover these two or these three guys because if you get them mixed up and the wrong guy's covering the wrong one, they're they're in trouble. It, it just creates so many mismatches. And the one thing the Steelers lacked last year on offense more than anything was splash plays. I think I read they had four, three plays of over 40 yards all season. Oh wow! And and we've seen Ben have that in a game. Yeah, back with AB and Martavius Bright and all them in guys. a half. Yeah, so that just shows how anemic and how desperately they needed speed and big play potential. Well, Washington can bring that. I think Connor Hayward can bring that at times, depending on matchup. Calvin Austin definitely can bring that with that kind of speed he has. 
Austin's got to prove he can be durable enough once the live hitting starts. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's got to prove that he can be tough enough to take the hits that he's going to have to take. Some guys can. Your Darren Sproles and guys that are even smaller than him have proven that they can do. You know, Tariq Hill ain't a whole lot bigger than him. But he's, right. he's stocky, but yeah. he's proven to be tough. The thing is, is, you know, you got to catch him before you can hit him. And Austin, one difference in him and a lot of the other guys that are fast, they're straight fast. Right. Austin has great elusiveness and short area quickness. So he's it's going to maybe be hard to get a clean shot on him. And if that's the case, I think he could be a real weapon in this offense. 100%. I'm excited to see what this young man can bring. Um, I think it was Brian Brown who said in the live chat that he's a, uh, or maybe it was Afton for it. I'm sorry, but that he's a, um, a possibly, you know, he feels like an extra fourth round pick because we didn't get to utilize yeah. the Steelers didn't get to utilize him last year. And you know, I, I see it the same way as well. I'm excited for him. I'm excited for his speed. You know, I remember the story about his draft that the uh, Baltimore Ravens were looking to be picking him up and were pretty upset when the Pittsburgh Steelers, you know, snagged him up. And so, um, you know, that's another, you know, take that to to uh, John Harbaugh and, and, and company yeah. out there. And so <laughs> hey, one more thing, and I thought it was what you was getting ready to mention. What's if that? you remember during the draft, they asked Sauce Gardner, who's the best year cornerback to come into the NFL in forever since Darnell Rivas or mm-hmm. Darrell Rivas. They asked him who was his toughest cover from college, and he said Calvin Austin the third. Yeah. Because he said he was so uh, uh, Gardner's not slow, but he, he said that Austin was so quick that he couldn't hardly get his hands on him. He couldn't get a jam on him or a press. That is a great uh, to go on your resume when the best young cornerback in the NFL said you was his toughest college cover. So I'm very excited about that. One more thing I want to mention: uh, everybody needs to hit the like button if, if at all possible. You know, don't leave us hanging out there. We're sitting at three right now. We need a few more. Oh, yeah. We need a lot more than that. Let's get it going, y'all. Let's get it going. And so, you know, I, I'm excited about him. I'm, I'm excited about Calvin Austin. And, and you're right. You know, you know, his speed is going to add an, an, another dynamic, another element to this team. I mean, you line them up in trips. You have Deontay Johnson and George Pickens and Calvin Austin out there on one side, let's just say, or whatever the case may be, or on the field. Um, you're going to have a hard time double covering some of these guys. And, you know, if you have a Calvin Austin on your third best cornerback out there on one-on-one coverage, I mean, that's a win in my opinion, you know, especially with that speed, you know, just get, you know, just get the ball to him, just get the ball to him. I think that's why Kenny Pickett has been, you know, hitting the weight so much. And there's been a lot, you know, going into Kenny Pickett, there's been a lot of talk about, uh, like for instance, um, Darnell Washington mentioned that there was a difference in velocity between, you know, like a Stetson from Georgia in college to a Kenny Pickett with the Pittsburgh Steelers on the pros. Mm-hmm. And there's more velocity and, and, and things of that nature. I, th- I love to hear that because, you know, that means it's not just bulk that has, you know, come with Kenny Pickett's size that he's gotten, uh, yeah. you know, through this year. It's also strength and power, and he's able to use it and utilize it. I'm super excited about this team. Um, another player that, you know, maybe um, – this might not be uh, this guy may not be on the best of uh, terms with the Pittsburgh Steelers, but a guy that I think, um, if all indications are correct, might not just make the team but have a helmet, and that's one number fifty three, Kendrick Green, taking you know second team snaps at center. Looks like he's gone back. 
What are your thoughts on his possibility of him rejuvenating his career? Well, when we were talking earlier today and was talking about certain players that I thought needed to be mentioned, the reason I wanted to talk about Kendrick Green is because he was thrown in a situation and he's had multiple teammates come out and support him for being thrown into the NFL situation of trying to be a starting center when you've never really played the position and you have so much to learn. The expectations were unrealistic. Uh, It was based only on his athleticism, which is superior, but experience-wise, he was like an infant. He he was learning everything for the first time. And and you've seen that he got to where he was just like in a cloud, a fog. He, he was missing the basic blocks because he, he was confusing himself. He didn't know what was going on. Then I was so disappointed last year and that he, they talked to him. I think because they wasn't happy with Kevin Dodson. They're like, we will try you out of guard. Oh man. He put in all this work to be a guard, even though physically and athletically, he will never play guard in the NFL for an extended period of time because his arms is too short. He's too short. He has ability to play center. He has great athleticism for the position. People are saying, move him to fullback because he's that athletic. Right. But he, if he's going to play and stay in the NFL, he is going to be a center. Well, now they do not need him to be a center, starting center anymore. Now they're looking for a backup. He is the right price. He is somebody they've invested a draft pick in. And now he is back working on the interior. I see where he was talking about he's been working and just talking with Pat Meyer, the mm-hmm. offensive line coach, and he is really trying. He's committed to learning the center position. If his mental ability can catch up with his athleticism and physical ability, he can be a better backup than, say, a J.C. Hassanier was who had severe physical limitations. If Green can can learn the position and his athleticism, he would be possibly the most athletic backup center in the NFL, but he has to commit because playing center is so much more than just athleticism. It's communication. It's leadership. It's, it's recognition of, of what the defense is throwing at you calling out line adjustments. It's all those things that teams count on that rookie center or the center to do. One thing that gives me hope is if you look who surrounded Green when he came in the NFL, a Kevin Dotson, and a um, he's no longer with the Steelers. Um, cannot think of his name now. I think he was with the Redskins last year. Uh, the guy that oh. replaced the Castro when we lost him to you know he retired, but right, right, right. No, um, um, oh gosh, I can think. I want to say Colbert, but it ain't Colbert. No, but uh. uh but anyway, yeah, I know who you're talking about. Green was surrounded by new guys who was new to the system, and they he was in his put in a terrible position. And last year again, he was playing out of position at guard. This year he's gonna have Samalu on one side if he does have to go in there and have James Daniels on the other side. He is in a much better position for success. So as much as I wanted to write him off and said he's gone and he's done. If you look at the guys that are out there that could possibly be a backup center, mm-hmm. uh, he is actually better than most of those guys, and he has a real shot at making this roster. Was it Trey Turner? 
There you go, Trey Turner. Yeah, yeah, yeah I thought so. Yeah, no, yeah, he's got a chance. He's got a chance to 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 make the team, make the roster. Um, he's definitely if he ends up being the uh, the backup center, then he'll end up having a helmet. And yep. you know, for a guy that the Steelers ended up investing a third round pick into, you'd rather have him on the team and you know being good quality depth if he's able to be worthy of the uh 53 man roster selection right i mean if he's worthy yeah. of the position worthy of playing you know you rather have him out there somebody invested a third round in then versus you know spencer addison who you invested a seventh round in or or somebody off the street you know you want to at least recuperate some of that um, draft value that you you know spent on him um, and you know I'm rooting for him until he's not he's no longer wearing a Steelers yeah. um, jersey. Then you know you know I'll still wish him the best. I, I don't know if he'll ever be a starter in the NFL or anything like that. But you know he can you know make a career for himself as a backup and and uh, maybe even take on a smaller role at fullback on the goal line. Who knows? Yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> another thing that the Steelers are wanting to become a run heavy, smash mouth football team. They're going, they want to be able to be an outside zone blocky team. They brought in monster tight ends. You know, they got Darnell Washington. They, they've got big receivers. And let's say Akeem Butler, Miles Boykin, even Robertson, you know, the newcomer. All these guys have got size that can block, run block, to where they should be effective in outside zone. There's where Green's athleticism, speed, and mobility really shows up. So he would be – that's why the Stewards tried him at guard last year over Dotson because Dotson lacks the mobility, the ideal mobility, to play this right. scheme of outside zone, whereas Green is perfect for it. He was just playing out of position. So I'm willing to give him another chance if I see that he's fully committed to learn how to play center. Me too. I'm willing to give him another chance as long as he's also a backup. So, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> you know, I don't want to see. Mason Cole's not going anywhere. <laughs> no, no, not at all. Not at all. But we're getting kind of close to the end here. Um, I do got to get going here pretty soon. Um, do you have any final words, Shannon, before we let everybody go? No, uh, just one of the things I didn't want to mention, and you said it. We all got to be keeping our fingers crossed with that. No injuries, no yeah. serious injuries. Uh, that is, that could totally reshape everything in the outlook for this season. So, uh, I also am looking forward to hearing about that extension for Alex Highsmith because when they talk about what a close friendship that he has with Omar Khan, his love for Pittsburgh, the culture, he wants to be here. This is a no brainer guys. This is, should be an open and shut thing. They say they've got the amount really worked out they're just trying to you know you know iron out the details but i will really i'm looking forward to that because i want to see alex highsmith in the black and gold long term i agree 100 i'm on your side and i echo the same thing you know right now you know go full circle guys you know just appreciate you know right now that the uh, steelers are coming together they're not going to lose anytime soon you know, so let's get the let's get the optimism up, man. Don't, yes. No need to uh, no need to be so uh, negative all the time. Let's look forward to, you know, fishing out this week OTAs and then, you know, training camp and things of that nature to come. Uh, and then and then it's preseason and then it's time for the games the time that we all love. But with that being said, we're the hangover. Shannon, take us out. <laughs>
Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.